I'm Paul Wiegraf, Director of the Delaware Division of the Arts and your host for today. In the studio with me is a student from the University of Delaware, an accomplished sculptor, Christian Vitale. Welcome, Christian. Thank you for having me today. It's so, great to ha- it's so great to have you here so much. I, I, I've been reading a little bit about your background uh, from your website and just uh, phenomenal what you have been able to accomplish already in a, in a relatively short life. Uh, still a student, and I understand from our talking off air that you're going to be graduating this next fall, correct? Fall 2015. Yes, that's correct. Let's, uh, let's start for our listeners with a little bit of background about um, your background and, and sort of how you came to be uh, where you are today at the University of Delaware. All right. Well, I will start uh, from telling you guys that I was originally born in uh, a small town called Introdacqua uh, in a rural area of Italy, central Italy to be specific. And um, once I was at the age of 15, my parents decided to come back to the United States. Now, um, my family is Italian, and back in the early 1950s, my father's side, who was Italian, immigrated and ended up settling in Wilmington, Delaware. And that's how our roots began here. Um, and after the economic crisis of 2004, my parents thought it would be a good idea to come back to the United States, which I had never been to despite my good English, which I learned from <laughs> both of my parents. I was very lucky to uh, be able to grow up with uh, Italian and English at the same time. And so, you know, it was a big cultural shock for me to come here from a small village life to, you know, American society. And uh, at first it was really hard for me to adapt um, to this lifestyle. Um, but now, as you can see, I've, uh, I've, I've turned around and, um, you know, really worked at it. So when I first ca- came here, I, we mo- moved into Wilmington and I attended McCain High School. And um, thanks to, you know, teachers' help um, and support with my struggles with English and socializing, being able to integrate with um, students my age, um, you know, I succeeded I ended up graduating McCain my senior year as class president, and I got into University of Delaware with a scholarship, which I'm still working on, uh, and I'll be done, like you said, um, next fall. My um, major is fine arts and anthropology with a minor in art history, and I primarily focus right now on sculpture, and um, I work in all different types of materials, uh, ranging from plastics to wood welding. It really depends on my idea. And I try to find the right materials to fully express what I'm, what I'm trying to get to through my work. Now, I, I want to ask you a question about your background. You, yes. you mentioned you were born in Italy, lived there for a number of years in a, in a rural community in uh, central Italy. Um, I, I don't know if our listeners would wonder this, but, but I have to ask this question. Italy, from the American perspective, is so well viewed as a, a center of art and culture and history. I mean, there's a current exhibit at the Grand Opera House in the University of Delaware of the you know Italian artifacts or artworks. Um, do you see any connection between your interest in art and sculpture and your years living in Italy? Absolutely. Um one of my things that, I, that I've said over time and I realized over time is that the beauty of the landscape that I grew up in made me into an artist even before I touched a paintbrush. Um, and I, from that, I'm talking about just the geographics 
of of the environment, but also the history that I grew up in. You know, I grew up in a medieval town, so there was all this architecture in the churches with all their frescoes and statues. Um, so I really grew up in art, around art, and it always inspired me. And um, and I just started developing um, this vein to create and express myself through my art. We all do it in different ways and um, expressing myself in a physical way through my sculptures as um has really worked out thus far. Now, a significant portion of your pre-college education took place in Italy. What kind of arts instruction did you get in Italy? Well, I will tell you a little bit about the high school structure that Italy has. Over here we have, um, I guess you would call them general high schools you mm-hmm. know, that we all go to, right. and then there are vocational high schools. Mm-hmm. Um, well, in Italy, all high schools are vocational. So when you enter high school, you have to really start thinking about what your um, path is going to be. So they have specialized high schools. Um, If you want to be a doctor, you're going to go to a high school or they're going to teach you Greek and Latin so that when you go into medical school, you are better able to understand medical terms, right? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so I went to an all arts arts high school where I got to learn about drafting, textiles, mold making, ceramics. So I really got a a solid um, foundation to this discipline uh, through my high school, which I I dearly miss. Mm -hmm. Now, does artistry run in your family, or are you the first of the artists in your family? I am not, actually. Uh, Thank you for asking that. My mother's grandfather, so my great-grandfather, is Gene Hazelton. A lot of people are not familiar with the name, but Gene Hazelton... um, was a cartoonist for Hannah and Barbera hmm. um, before Hannah and Barbera got together. Um, and before that, he worked for MGM. Um, he came up with the first sketch of the uh, I Love Lucy show when she comes down mm-hmm. to the Paul Mall mm-hmm. uh, cigarette pack. Mm-hmm. Um, he also came up with the characters of Pebbles and Bam Bam for mm-hmm. the Flintstones, worked on several characters for the Jetsons. Mm-hmm. He, for 20 years, worked on the Sunday sketch of Yogi the Bear. Mm-hmm. So there is a history of um, of artists in my family. He was a graphic artist, cartoonist, um, which is different than what I do. But you can see that there is a there's history there. Mm-hmm. So, so you come to the United States when you're 15. You finish up your high school years at Thomas McCain High School. And you opt to go to the University of Delaware. Why the choice? And, and what what are you getting from that education? Well... Again, I was really shocked when I came to to America and, um, you know, I was afraid to move away from my parents and go to another state. I was just afraid of the whole other shock that I would, I would encounter. And so I kept hearing about University of Delaware. I had visited the campus, which is beautiful. And once I started looking into financial options, I saw that uh, University of Delaware um, had offered me the most out of any other college I had um, been accepted into, so that was that's that was uh, my main reason for going there, and I'm very happy that I made that choice because University of Delaware um, is just a, such a great place to be for a student. It, it has so many opportunities, um, the clubs that it has, the organizations, the, just the, everything that it puts up for students. It, it, it's you just have to be able as a student to access them. Nobody's going to come up to you and just give you things. They're there. You have to go for them 
but if you know how to get them, you know, you you really have a big possibility to excel. Um, so, yeah. And I just want to re- reiterate to our listeners that you mentioned that you're studying anthropology and sculpture or fine arts. Mm-hmm. And uh, for our listeners, that is actually a dual major, correct? Your uh, anthropology is one major and then the fine arts is another major. Is that correct? That is correct. And then you're, you're working on a minor in art history. So clearly you're an ambitious student at the University of Delaware. Could you speak a little bit about the instruction? And I know you're connected to a few mentors. Uh, with regards to sculpture, tell me a little bit more about what you're what you're asking me. Well, what kinds of classes you're taking to advance your your art, okay. uh, particularly your sculpture, and and some of the teachers, instructors, mentors that you're Absolutely. working with? Absolutely, thank you for clarifying that with me. Sure. Um, so I, for the past two years, been taking every semester a sculpture class um, called Art Three Fifty. Sometimes it's called Art Four Fifty um, with my advisor, dear professor, Professor David Meyer, and, you know, he helps me develop my, my concepts, you know, and to make them more meaningful. Um, so my artwork is not just a visual thing, but it has more meaning behind it. As far as my anthropology right now, I'm taking courses that focus around Southeast, Southeast Asian studies um, with Patricia Sloan. She's an awesome professor to have. Um, and from a study abroad that I had two years ago in Vietnam and Cambodia, I really got drawn to the Asian culture, um, which I'm really drawn to because I, even though I come from Italy and it's a Catholic-based uh, society uh, culture, I just see so many connections between the two. Um, and I'm all about learning about different people, cultural anthropology. It's learning about different people. And again, I want to really connect with people through what I make. And I thought that studying anthropology would really put a lot of interest in my work. And as a former history teacher, I can say it's interesting that connection because it was the Italian explorers that sort of opened up Europe's eyes to Asian culture. That is correct. Right? Yes. Could you speak about that connection? Because uh, one of the interests uh, our agency has, Division of the Arts has, is in that... uh, integration of the arts with other disciplines. Could you speak about how your studies in anthropology inform your artwork? Sure. So um, right now with my work, I am focusing on sacred places. And from being exposed to different religions, I see this innate feeling from all of them to have to create a sort of a sacred space that comes from um, the experience of death that we all have to go through in some point and way in our lives. Um, and so, sorry, I'm, at, I'm, I'm a little nervous here. That's all right. Um, so be, through religion, I see all these different relations that we, that we all come across, and I want to be, to be able to create a, a neutral ground in my work where everybody can come together and start really experiencing this this emotion, this feeling that sometimes I feel is is overwhelming because of the nature of the religion, whether mm-hmm. it's Catholic or Muslim. I, in my work, am eliminating, um, in a way, the the religious name 
and and bringing in more about the spiritual, what we as humans experience. So removing the labels and really dealing with the essence. Yes, absolutely. That's the way. Interesting. I uh, let me just remind our listeners: you tuned into Delaware State of the Arts here on News Radio fourteen fifty WILM and fourteen ten WDOV. Our guest today in the studio is Christian Vitale, a student at the University of Delaware, studying anthropology and fine arts with sculpture and um, an art history minor. Um, Christian, uh, I think you had, you answered my uh, a question I have in my head indirectly when you talked about space, and maybe that answers the question: Why sculpture of all the different fine arts? What is it about sculpture that allows you to really address what it your communication? I think that comes in a way from how I grew up. I grew up on a farm, um, and we had to do farm life. I had to use a hoe. Mm-hmm. I had to till the ground. I had to plant things. So I'm, I'm very physical, mm-hmm. and I'm good with, with my hands and building things. I'm interested in tactility, and I think that's where that comes from. I, I, um, I see everything in such a physical way that um, it's, it just comes out of me in, in a very pure pure way. And you are obviously very good at what you do. I was doing a little bit of reading about your accomplishments. Could you speak to how you have been recognized by the University of Delaware and what you have in the near future coming up, which is really exciting? Sure. Okay. Well, I will start chronologically, okay? Um, First, earlier this year, I was awarded the Plastino Scholars research grant, which um, it's one of few undergraduate research opportunities at the University of Delaware, and I was very honored for this. It allows an undergraduate student to pursue um, their ideas and projects, often off-campus based experiences, and I decided to return to Cambodia, which was really a source of inspiration for me, and you know, it's it, it's just amazing. And now this has opened the door to other things. Earlier this summer, I uh, was invited by an Italian curator, um, Dr. Biazzi, who is an art critic and professor at the Fine Art Academy of Florence, to be part of her um, curation exhibit in Argentina. And her curation is part of a larger project, which is the fourth edition of World's End Biennial takes across um, locations in Argentina, Chile, and Brownswick, Brownswich. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is very, very exciting for somebody my age to be recognized for, for things like this and be invited to an event where there are artists who are various, already established, are showing works in gallery. They're international uh, people who are congregating to these locations. And it's, I, I believe it's going to, opened the doors for me um, in the future. Now, how did you get on their radar screen? How did they know about you to invite you? I have um, friends in Italy who are themselves artists, photographers, sculptors, and uh, one of them, my friend Valentina Colella, who is a photographer, lives in Florence, is friends with Dr. Biazzi. And one day, while they were having coffee together at a local bar, um, my friend Valentina showed the curator my work just on her iPhone, right? And it wasn't until maybe three or four months later that they both met again at a meeting in Rome about this op- uh, biennial. And when 
Dr. Biazzi was asked, who will you have on your team of artists? She said, well, one of them is going to be Christian Vitale. And my friend Valentina's jaw just dropped. And uh, she was amazed that she that Dr. Biazzi remembered my work and my name. Uh, so then after the meeting, they they spoke and Dr. Biazzi really wanted to have me. So we had a couple Skype calls and she formally invited me with a letter. And that's where it started. Hmm. Now, how can our listeners find out more information about you? Because I know you have a website. I do. You can go to Christian Vitali. That's Christian spelled with no H, if you can try that, dot webly.com. Or you can simply go on the University of Delaware Art Department website, and I'm featured on their homepage. And there you can also find a link to my website. Oftentimes, too, you can just... Google my name, and um, there are different things that you can find me, and they'll direct you uh, to my website. Mm -hmm. Now, back to the World's End Biennial. Is there a theme to the exhibition, and what's the nature of the work you're going to be presenting in this exhibition? So the director, Massimo Scarangella, who's Italian, uh, titled the fourth uh, biennial Contrast and Utopias. My curator's projects is entitled On the Borders of the Sky, I Set the White Offerings. Um, and this draws attention on the social value of contemporary art and its ability to link the movement of nature and the religious aspects with the act of with the acts of men. This is very abstracted, but um, that's that's the um, the simplest way to put it. The theme that um, my curator has all the work, most of the work in her uh, project have white, and when I say white is actual color white so my sculpture is all white other people's work whether it's a painting or projection has white in it and uh, she speaks to this white as this uh primitive color now the biennial that happens in argentina and across chile is also a a a phenomenon that will attract not not just these artists but also the culture you know the community to come in and experience this art uh, because these, this is not going to be in a museum environment it's going to be in, in pavilions in um, repurposed buildings so it has it gives a chance for people to experience art not in the museum environment um, furthermore I will say um, that the biennial is part of an ambitious project called Southern Pole of the Arts, Science, Tourism, and Ecology. This was, this was also purpose, the creation of spaces for reflection and education. So it's, it's really an amazing um, you know, event that brings together a lot of different um, people and motives behind it. Also, there are collateral events, so to speak, uh, from this biennial. There is going to be traveling exhibitions um, in Europe from Milan, Rome, London, uh, Valencia, Paris. So um, after the biennial is over, there's going to be more more expositions um, happening from this. That's great, Christian. Now, let me ask you, what what's the nature of the pieces that you're going to have in this exhibition? So um, my piece is, is going to be a sculpture. The title of the work is Ours and Theirs Extensions. It's going to be an installation of over 4,000 casted individual fingers. Now, some people might ask, why fingers? Um, and my exploration of tactility is an expression of the awareness to human emotions and relations. So to me, 
using fingers is a direct way to express to express that. Um, furthermore, um, I, I spoke a little bit about about death, and again, my work is is, is this ground where we can start thinking more about spiritualism and and a ways to start thinking of our emotions that ten, that connect all of us together. So it's going to be a very, I don't want to say eyesore, but once you enter the space, you're going to be able to see this cloud of over 4,000 fingers floating in the air. And as people start entering the room, there's going to be an airflow and they are going to start getting activated. They're going to start moving and clinging together and start making a sound. Um, and also I'll be using lighting to um, create some effects with the lighting. And also, I'll be working with the local people, which is so important to me. I'm going to be casting the locals' fingers in a way to attract them more to my work, to make for them to create a connection to the work, because this sculpture is going to stay in Argentina, and people from the town will be able to go back to it and think that they're in the sculpture, physically in the sculpture. We've got about 30 seconds left. I'm curious, what's the size of this piece? The size of this piece is about... 12 feet tall, and it's about 8 feet wide and 6 feet long. And the yeah. material? The material is going to be uh, casted um, plastic with um, wood structure and cotton um, thread holding everything up. Sounds fascinating, engaging the local people in, in this, uh, what sounds to be a very moving piece. Our guest today has been Christian Vitale, a student at the University of Delaware, who has already made huge inroads, will be appearing at this exhibition, World's End Biennial. Sure is. Uh, in Argenti- where in Argentina? It's going to be um, four hours south of Buenos Aires in the city of Mar del Plata. Great. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a pleasure having you in the studio. Thank you f- so much for hearing me out.